This is Israeli Technology Founders Speak, a podcast of conversations with successful Israeli high-tech and biotech entrepreneurs, with your host, Avraham Hermon. Roi Regerman is the CEO of Hamat, one of Israel's largest producers and importers of faucets and sinks for kitchens and bathrooms. Avraham sat down with Roi to discuss how Hamat protects their brand, innovates and integrates technology into their products, the future of manufacturing and production, and tips for startup founders. This podcast is a creation of J.M.B. Davis Ben David an intellectual property law firm serving clients around the world. You have great innovations. We keep them safe. It's not just enough to have a great startup idea. If you don't legally protect your innovations, products, and brand, anyone can claim them as their own. We help you keep your great innovations secure. Learn more by going to jmbdavis.com. That's j-m-b-d-a-v-i-s.com. So, Roy, I'm happy to have you here with me today. This is a podcast on companies and technology, and I've been working with you for quite a while as a patent attorney. Hamad is known for making faucets for sinks and for bathtubs, which aren't really considered high-technology products. Is there any technology in your products? Traditional industry is going side-by-side side with technology innovation, and this is what we are doing in Hamad. This is our daily business development. Otherwise, the Chinese or the Easterns, let's say, will eat you. And when, when people look at a faucet in a kitchen or in a bathtub, then they don't really think so much about what goes behind it. Yeah. So uh, you guys are really looking at, at this all day and, and uh, figuring out what can be novel and what can be inventive about this technology. Hamat is established in 1944, before the state of Israel. It was in a small factory in Tel Aviv. If you look at the faucets, and we have some pictures of archives of the faucets produced in 1944, in the 40s and in the 50s, they are totally different from the faucets we are using today. In the past, you had a faucet with separate handles for cold and hot water, which are still used in many countries of the world in the traditional style, but today you can even hear about faucets that act according to your voice commands. Mainly you will find mixer faucets with mechanical cartridge that mix the water with a single handle. But the, the future is smart faucets completely operating with the smart home technology, monitoring temperature, monitoring water use, descaling methods and, and, and patents and uh, two-in-one and three-in-one and four-in-one faucets which combine the filter water which you can see and the boiling water. Mm-hmm. So it's a very full world of faucets. It's not just a faucet to, to, to wash your dishes anymore. And there is a lot, yet a lot to innovate and develop in this industry and we are doing it today. Which market are you, are you most focused on? We are focused both on the Israeli market and the US market. In the US market, we're active mainly in the kitchen because Israel design-oriented in the kitchen is very similar to the US. And in the bathroom, we are much more European style, Italian style, which is very minimalist and small. So we are a combination of the, of the American and Western Europe style. A very active and a very strong brand. We are the strongest brand in Israel, more or less 40% of the market in the bath and kitchen. 
And in the U.S. market, we are still small players, but very focusing and and continue to penetrate and innovate in this market, mainly in the kitchen. So you you spoke about designs and about your brand and about being forty percent of the market. As a market leader, your brand is very well recognized. Anyone who's built a house or renovated a kitchen or a bathroom here in Israel has probably heard about your brand, Hamat. Yeah. So what do you do to protect that? Actually, once in a few years, we have a big issue in Israel with, with fake products. The main issue is that fake goods come from China, usually imported by Palestinians from the Palestine Authority. Usually, it's very difficult because we cannot do any enforcement in the Palestinian Authority. Mm-hmm. And we catch the fake products in the market when they call for service. And usually this is our, these products are not in the quality Hamat is known for. We have our brand registered and protected in Israel. Mm. As a trademark. As a trademark, both in Israel and uh, also in the States. We have in the States also the Hamat brand protected and the Hamat USA brand protected. But here in Israel, we, we are facing fakes and it's very difficult. The Israeli regulation doesn't really assist us in stopping it. Usually we do it by ourselves as taking private investigators to find the origin of the goods and stop them in the port. After we succeed to do it, and it takes us about a year, we have a few years of silence and then we face it again. But uh, this, is, this is the life of a brand. On the other side, on the design side, we just recently had a Chinese factory faked one of our designs innovative designs they imagine even though it was a registered design also in china mm-hmm. enforcing it was very difficult it takes a lot of time a lot of legal procedures and a lot of money to enforce the the company that is importing this fake into israel and protecting the design we do it even though it's not necessarily economical procedure but it when you succeed at the end of the process it has the factor of uh, a threat to the next one who want to fake or mm-hmm. copy you. I guess it's also important that your customers, when they see a, a product that has your brand on it, that they know that they're getting the real thing and the quality that they expect. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we can say for sure that the fakes was not really a success in the market because people want the real thing. People buy Nike because they want Nike. Right. And even though there are many, many fakes to the designs of Nike, uh, people know the Hamat quality and, and buy the original product, but it makes damage because usually they come with a very low price and the quality has its cost. And then you need to say, yeah, they copied us. Yeah, we are fighting them in court because it's a protected design. And they now sell it for a very low amount, but it will cost them a lot of money. The courts in Israel and also in the States, by the way, are not necessarily in favor of enforcing design patents. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to break in with very small changes. Right now, we're in a time of difficulty. People are buying less. How does Hamat as a company in general deal with this time? Actually, Hamat will deal with this time in 2021, not in 2020, because most of our sales are for the renovation markets for second-hand departments. New built is new built, which is continuous. Uh, new built was essential during the... During the lockdown? Yeah, and, and during the lockdown. And, and still, new build is, is going on because there are shortage of apartments in Israel. Mm-hmm. As I said, even if the government will have to build apartments for people who don't have place to live, like in the 50s, then they will need faucets and they will need toilets and they will need all the sanitary products. Maybe lower level, but they will need them. Right. But there are no second-hand transactions right now. And we are usually between a transaction 
to buy a second-hand apartment until you get a key and renovate the apartment, it's one year. Because usually when someone buys a new home and you build, he sells his second-hand apartment. But he doesn't evacuate it immediately. It's not like a car. Okay, this is the keys. Let's go to the post office, change ownership, and you're free to go. Usually it takes a year until you get a, you get a key. So now we are still in the euphoria of the deals of 2019. People who purchased in 2019 are renovating now. This summer, moving in before before the holidays or the new year that begins in September. But 2021, we are very worried about 2021 because there are no second-hand transactions right now. Mm-hmm. So the second-hand market is going to be impacting your sales for, for renovation. It might Im- impact 2021 renovation market, yeah. Mm. Do you think that people are looking for a lower quality now? No. They have less to spend? No, no, no. I don't think people are looking for lower quality. All the, the finished products for the home design have become like jewelries. The one that is renovating and investing their money in renovating wants the best. So... Uh, on this side, we are less worrying about uh, lower quality products. On the contrary, the housing program of the government, which was called... The housing assistance program. Yeah, the housing assistance program was aiming to lower quality products from the concrete to the faucet. Mm-hmm. This was a problem. This is a, a program that we are not a players. We were not part of from choice, by the way. We are decided we are not lowering the quality of our products in order to give lower price products to the tenant. I've taken a tour of the plant, and this is a very impressive manufacturing facility. But how do you compete with countries in which manufacturing is so much cheaper? Automation and quality. First issue is that Hamat made a very, very conceptual change. When you go to a Far East country with a low production cost and you want to produce faucet, they will talk with you about MOQs, big MOQs, minimum order quantities, mm-hmm. and will limit you for how much designs you can take in different colors or finishes. Mm-hmm. Hamat made the change, the conceptual change of being a boutique factory. We are actually giving the choice in Israel, still not on the States because in the state factory is still 6,000 miles away. But right. in Israel, we give the customer the ability to choose any model he wants from our catalog. And we have more than 1,500 different designs, models. And he can choose each one of them in any finish he wants between 21 different finishes and reproduce it according to his demand. So the possibilities for the buyer are almost endless. Yeah. That comes from the fact that this is a small country, so you can This is a small country, but giving the, in Israel, and also in the US, but in Israel, it's much more, almost everyone is doing a renovation. Today is accompanied by a designer or an architect. Almost 100% of renovations. Every architect or designer wants to give his own influence on how the product will look like. They will don't want the faucet to be like the neighbor's faucet. And by giving them the ability to customize their design, it's a huge advantage compared to any importer, which is keeping limited stocks of products in his warehouse. So we tell them, we are here to make your dreams come true. This wow. is this is the advantage, the big advantage of the factory here in Israel. So we have two PVD machines, one powder coating, electroplating uh, line, powder coating line. So the world of finishes here, we invest a lot of it because, as I said, a faucet today is a jewelry. And we also match all the 
accompanied accessories in the same finishes. The shower heads, the shower hand, the shower rails, the toilet paper holders, the towel holders, everything matching to the finish of the faucet and giving a full set. Where do the ideas for your innovations come from? And what sort of processes do you have in place to make sure that people are continuing to innovate? We have an R&D forum, which combines people from the R&D side, people from the marketing side, and people from the, of the export market side. All of them bringing ideas and new things they saw, not necessarily in the sanitary industry, even in the lighting industry or, or everywhere else. And we think of conceptual things. From this, we go to designers. We are active, for example, in the development of the prevention of, of bacterial infections in medical institutions. So we do it through the, the sanitation industry. And this came from our R&D team hearing in the news about a big problem with people dying in hospitals because of these bacteria. So we started to investigate and thinking how we can find the way to help and solve this problem. So people were actually dying because of the sanitary items in the, in the hospital? That- no, not because of the sanitary items. Because sanitary items are connected to the sewer. They have connections to the sewer, but they are also open to the surface. Everything that comes out, when it finds its way back out, then it's very dangerous to the people with a weak immunity system. Mm-hmm. This is the reason it attacks in hospitals. It's a world, a global problem. So we are working in collaboration with a very big medical institution to try and solve this problem. You know, we wrote a patent, you wrote the patent <laughs> for this uh, development and we hope to launch it this year. But due to COVID, the medical institution we are in collaboration with, a delay in the scientific experiment. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at the beginning of 2021 or the middle of 2021, we can launch the product and bring a big news to the, the world medical market. Wow, amazing. So yeah. you know, people, when they think of faucets and sanitary products, they, they don't automatically think about saving lives. But yeah. your engineers are in tune to what's happening around them yeah. and uh, focused on, on perfecting the product and, and solving problems. Definitely. And also we have the, the think of faucet is not just a faucet. What else we can do with a faucet? What else we can deliver with a faucet? And we work with designers, Israeli designers and international designers, mainly Italian. We also now started collaboration with a Danish designer and uh, develop a lot of new products with innovative design. Usually, we give a very short brief to the designer and give him a free hand to go crazy and invent a new faucets or new ideas. For example, the one here, the Lazy model, which was designed by an half-Israeli, half-Italian designer, an Israeli guy that lives as a design studio in Milan, designed the Lazy, and the Lazy is awards winner. He won two, two design awards in the USA. One is the NYCX design, and one is the Best of Year design award in New York. This is giving a designer to dream and bringing the dream come true. You know, usually people, most of the R&D engineers will say, it's impossible, it's something we never saw before and we can do it. Doing it is what giving you being innovative and being different than others, being a leader. And this is what we want. We want to be the leader. And when people will copy our ideas, we'll already come with new ideas. Right. Okay. So they still will be behind us. Where do you see Hamat in five years from now? Hamat in five years is uh, 
I would tell you Hamat in 10 years, okay? Because Hamat in 10 years, you will see a company with computers or tablets in the, the showrooms or online. You will design your own faucet or play and match with spouts and bodies and spray and handles. You send it to us and we will print it in 3D. Wow. So, so the future is uh, 3D printing, you're saying? Definitely. It will not be in five years. It will be in 10 years. But this industry is amazing and it's developing in upscaling. We today investigate the metal 3D printing. We are cooperating with the, with the Technion, the Israeli high technology institution, in printing functional faucets for metal in 3D. Mm-hmm. We already have working prototype. Wow. It's very expensive because the raw material is very expensive and the process is still very slow. But the pace to print a 3D object from stainless steel, from 316 stainless steel, which is very high quality stainless steel, last year was, was double the time it takes now. And in 10 years, it will be very, very efficient and very, very quick. And, you know, it will be like laser printing, laser printers and ink printers in the past, you know. Right. The dots printer printed very slow. And this is the future. The future is 3D. And also the amorphic shapes can be very different and very unique. And the customization will be endless. And there will not be problem of spare parts because even if someone have a broken spare part from 10 years ago, you press the print button and you get it from a 3D printer. And this will be the future. Amazing. Amazing technology. Yeah. What advice from your experience can you give entrepreneurs who are starting out? After you finish your development, you launch your product, don't rest. Work on the new product, your next generation, your new invention, your new ideas, because the life cycle of a product today is not the life cycle he had 10 years ago. Today, things are changing very, very quickly. And you need to adjust and make a new product every year. The best place to see it is the cellular industry. You know, in the 90s, Nokia had a new model every few years. Today, every year, there is a huge competition between Apple, Samsung, Huawei, LG, and many others who will launch a new model. And sometimes they see what other one launched and they launch another one in the same year. So it's amazing market and very quick changing market. If you will rest, someone will be in front of you. This is the best advice you can give to entrepreneurs. Don't stop. Don't rest. So we've heard a lot about your successes and where you've managed to innovate successfully. What sort of products have you had that just didn't work out? We have many that don't work out. This is why I think in our industry, you should launch few products every year, not just one. Because out of five, one will be a hit. But the other four, okay, they didn't succeed. But you cannot guess which one of the five, when you are an innovator, will succeed. So, for example, we developed a faucet with the integrated side spray in the back of the faucet. It's success, but... Not a huge success. And it was a work with the leading Italian designer house. It was very innovative, hiding, you know, the side spray, which is not that nice and disturbing the eye and the proportion sometimes of the design in the back. And we thought it would be a hit, but it's not a hit. And we have many designs made by designers that we thought that will be, we made focus groups of, of designers and we thought there will be a hit. And suddenly after launching them, no one bought them. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to predict what the market's it's, going it's to do. It's very hard to predict. And this is why usually I say one out of five. So you need to make sure you have that five so that you'll hit that one. We always have to have the, the five. 
I can tell you that we are in the twin one, for example, faucets, which is combining filtered water faucets with a mixer faucet in one one device. And it's something that exists, okay? It's not something that, that we invent. We wanted to invent something in collaboration with another leading company. But at the end, gambling on the collaboration was the fact that we are still not out with the product. So another thing that sometimes is important is choosing the right partner for the product development. Now we are doing it with some other development and over there we are doing it completely. All the R&D process is completely done by ourselves. We also wrote a patent with your your firm, of course. Only after completing the R&D, the completing the development and having a workable prototype, then we will bring along the partner, the marketing partner that we think is should come with us to this project. So you're going to be focusing on R&D in-house? Yeah. Sometimes we also failed in choosing our partners for certain developments. And the lesson we decided is we are doing the development alone. And if we think that for marketing, it will be helpful to have a marketing partner, then we'll do it after we finish the R&D. So your company has been around for quite a long time. What do you think is the company's greatest invention or innovation until till today? Difficult to say. Our innovations are mainly design innovations until the last years. Every year or every few years, we have a big success with one of two or three or four designs. Going over the years, the success, the, the, these designs sales are declining, but new are upscaling. Definitely, the imagined design is, is very, very successful. And this is uh, one of the reasons a Chinese factory invested in malls to copy it. Mm-hmm. We believe in the lazy, that one the awards will be a very hit, very big success in the market. It's By the way, in the, in the US, we call it Kanta, not lazy, because the lazy give a negative context maybe to the, to the description of the product. So uh, we are innovating all the time. Definitely, we, we are the ones that introduced the Israeli market with the metallic finishes. We didn't invent it, but mm-hmm. we introduced it. And I think that this something that changed all the faucet market design orientation in Israel. Mm-hmm. We didn't invent it. We introduced it to the Israeli market. Uh, we're introducing new finishes all the time. No one else have. And to challenge the, the competition. But all the R&D process we have now, which is patent ideas, which are not necessarily just a new design faucet. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, technology inside the faucet. It's a medical device for the antibacterial solutions. It's antimicrobial finishes that we developed due to the COVID issue. Mm -hmm. And um, many other things we are thinking and doing right now are things that can change the market and put Hamat as an innovator, definitely as an innovator. We are a traditional industry company, but we have... In our business development strategy, we have the iTech thinking, mm-hmm. the innovation thinking, how we, how we do it and put it in every step we go, because this is the future. Roy, thank you very much for being with us here. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking with you and learning about this incredible industry and how you can innovate making faucets. Thank you very much. That was Roe Regerman, the CEO of Hamat. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode. There are many more to come. We'd love to hear about your startup and what you're working on. If you have a great innovation, we'd love to hear from you. Please contact us by going to jmbdavis.com forward slash startup. We have a special site specifically made for startups in order to help startups protect their innovations. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to being with you in the next episode.